Welcome to the Tuesday quarterback edition of the Gridiron Podcast. I'm your host, Commissioner Huck Breeze, here to review another week in the Gridiron, week four. Yes, again, it's a Wednesday. This week has been one for the books. I usually write these while I observe Monday Night Football and have a drink. This week, Monday Night Football turned into a doubleheader and one drink turned into five. It is also hard to write a monologue script when you're in a seething battle for a low score of the week. Went all the way to the last play of the aforementioned doubleheader. So again, I apologize for the delay, but I wanted to get in some endearments for my gridiron constituents prior to tomorrow's weekly podcast with Scott Shreddick. This last week was a low point for my team and a wake-up call for me as well. I haven't scored that low in exactly a year, and it hurt. It really hurt. I honestly forgot how to lose. It has me in some kind of mood. Was it throwback week? I didn't win a championship for almost a decade to start this league, and I I picked a throwback from 2006, a year that I finished 11th and with a 5-8 record. So maybe that was it. In accordance with me losing, I feel like all of you should share in my pain. So on weeks that I lose, I'm only going to try to bring you down to my level. Everyone will share in my shame. We're going to start with my favorite team from week four, Darth Scott. Shame on you, Darth Scott. Matt Ryan looked like a wet noodle on Monday night in what looked like a layup spot against a beat-up Green Bay defense. He threw zero TDs and did not complete a pass to Calvin Ridley, his number one wide receiver. There was a moment in the broadcast after Matty Ice badly underthrew Ridley for a touchdown in the end zone where Brian Greasy questioned whether he had the arm ability to make that throw anymore at all and noted that Aaron Rodgers could have made that throw with ease. Is that the same Aaron Rodgers that you passed on in the first round? Shame on you, Darth Scott. Shame on you, Notorious. In a season where everyone is breaking points records, you put up the least amount of points in 16 years. Set by Twats, Cameron, when he put up 53.86 in 2004. Now, before you start to get into full defensive mode to try and claim that you sacrificed a week for the betterment of the rest of your season, just know that you sit at 2-2, two and 10th two, place, and have the second least points for in the league. If the season ended today you would miss out on the playoffs by 30 points. And for what? Hypothetical future wins? Shame on you, Notorious. Shame on you, Rumham. Your preseason bet that Hollywood Brown would be a top 10 fantasy wide receiver is looking mighty foolish, as he currently sits at wide receiver 53. Not only is he behind 52 wide receivers in the NFL, but behind two other wide receivers on the same team. You would have gotten more production out of Devin DuVernay or Miles Boykin up to this point. Shame on you, Rumham. Shame on you, Eternal Touchdown. You took a chance at the draft by stacking wide receivers and spending high picks on running backs and tight ends. And at first, it seemed great. Well, look at you now. Your starting wide receiver lineups is Will Fuller and Keel Harry and Cole Beasley. Pair that with the fact that Kenyon Drake hasn't matched his projection one time this year, 
and you've got one huge last place ball of shame. Shame on you, Eternal Touchdown. Shame on you, Camacho. You defended your solid rookie J.K. Dobbins running back two strategy to the death, both verbally and in your written rankings. And where is he now? Shipped off for the backup Redskins QB. Your running backs for the last three weeks have scored 21 points combined. Shame on you, Camacho. Shame on you, Fupa Slayer. For someone who prides themselves as a master of the deal, you had a plethora of backup QBs to deal to give you depth after an extremely poor draft. Instead of getting whatever you could for both Haskins and Mullins, you were stubborn, and they both expired. You get nothing, sir. Good day. Shame on you, Fupa Slayer. Shame on you, Unicycle Polar Bears. Your defense has failed you not just this last week, not just the week before that, but the entirety of the whole season. You have made minimal changes until today, and as much as I love J.J. Watt, you think he is going to save you 20 points in four weeks? Shame on you, Unicycle Polar Bears. Shame on you, Disco Lemonade. It's looking like another year of mediocrity for old Neil. Two and two. Scoring 175, 175, 177, 169 on four straight weeks. Extremely vanilla. Minshew has not looked like the Minshew we saw in week one and two. And without him playing the way he was, your team looks very, very average. Well, that might not be something to be ashamed of. I am ashamed for you. Shame on you, Disco Lemonade. Shame on you, suck my Vic. Wake up. You went with one QB in the week where you had to win. I know, I know. You did it. You won. You embarrassed the furry palms. But my God, what a boneheaded managerial decision not to go by even a week one or one week filler. At the same time, you tried to solve your running back two situation with not one, but two New York Giant running backs. You have since moved on, but you are still filling that spot with Fournette, Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman. I haven't seen abandoned misfits that pathetic since I looked at Camacho's team. Shame on you, suck my dick. Shame on you, poopy too. I bet you feel great right now, huh? Beating up on a paraplegic like Danny. You trade away Mixon and Cup because they look like they were on a downward trend. Well, Max bought the dip and they could buy for 55 points in week four. Not a stock market guy? Shame on you, poopy too. Shame on you, Dad. Your refusal to trade has cost you more than once. If you aren't going to trade, you better just drop A.J. Green because, God, he is a useless piece of shit. He has 14 catches on 33 targets in four weeks, and you just leave him out there like a rotting pumpkin. There will come a time this year, mark my words, that you need to wheel and deal to save your season, most likely for Mariota. And where will you be? Hmm, shame on you. Dad, shame on you, maestro. You think you're immune from shame? You think just because you've set records for the amount of points scored in the first four weeks that you're for some reason special? You think you're too cool for school? Well, I got news for you. You aren't. Next time I lose, if I lose, I'm going to roast you so hard. Shame on you, maestro. 
Lastly, shame on you, Ulysses S. Grant. That's awesome that you made some swaps and got your first one of the season. But who are you kidding? Some thought you had it bad with Darnold, but his shoulder is not feeling so well. So now you have to turn to Foles. Trust me, I watched a full game of Foles last week, and boy, was it hard to watch. You haven't had a double-digit defensive score since I trash-talked them in week two. And you think you're out of the woods? Shame on you, Ulysses S. Grant. So now that I got that out of my system, it's all in jest. I just wanted y'all to feel the same shame that I feel in losing and getting the low point score for the week. My team is easily roastable. I lost Eckler and haven't really replaced him at all. Phillip Rivers hasn't played up to snuff because I didn't see the Colts having a top five defense and playing ball control all season. And I can go on and on about my own team sucking. So losing sucks. So hopefully we can get back to kudos next week if I can take care of uh, Disco Eliminate. All right, and I want to leave you with one thought. It seems as if the coronavirus has hit the NFL. While we thoroughly planned for individual players being out with extra bench bots and IR positions, we did not prepare for teams to be forced to move bye weeks and be pushed in some situations to forfeit. While it is indeed a hindrance on our fantasy football season, we are forced to adapt or die. The winner of the season will not be slapped with an asterisk or have their accomplishments diminished by, because everyone's team will be touched by COVID some way or somehow. It is up to us to make the decisions as difficult as they may be to try to come out on top. One thing we have learned through these first four weeks of the unforgettable COVID season, depth is the name of the game. You were only as good as your replacements. Thanks for listening this week, and hopefully things will slow down next week so we can get back to having these Tuesday quarterback sessions on Tuesdays. I'll be back tomorrow at the same time. Joined, as always, by Scott Shetty to state our gridiron picks and get you ready for Bucks versus the Bears. Thanks, guys. And good luck this week.